Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Poppin' Off. About pop culture, I'm your host Maggie. And it's me, Steven. And we are so excited to start off the episode with telling you that Kesha won her lawsuit against Dr. Luke. There was a defamation lawsuit against her coming from Dr. Luke after everything that she said about him came out and this trial has been long coming and she won she won yeah basically like it was like a pre-lawsuit so they like dismissed a lot of the charges and basically Mm -hmm. he has like no case against her so i think he's still gonna like push for it but like nothing's gonna come of it basically the lawyer said yeah yes like there's something going on in july but that is not even what i want to focus on i just want to focus on the fact that this is a huge (laughs) win for kesha yeah and she there is a chance if she wants to that she can counter sue not i don't know if it's counter sue if that's the word but basically she can like ask for like reparations like she can ask for like money back yes from like all the lawyers and all of these like lawsuits mm-hmm. and stuff yep all of her legal fees and the losses that she took during this time if they find that there are any um but i'm just so fucking happy yeah. like truly like leading up to this trial i was like does he like even have a leg to stand on because he claimed that kesha you know after she said everything that she said about him but like what happened to her he said that, like, you know, he he lost money because of it. He lost work. He lost credibility, Bullshit. which is so untrue. Like, I mean, this man is working with Kim Petras, Doja Cat, like so many other people who have who have had top hits for making a ton of money, which means that right. he's making a ton of money. And he's also still <laughs> making money off of Kesha and her last albums have done yeah. fairly well. So, yeah, all of the people who he lost were not due to these like claims they were because they were creeped out by him aka like kelly clarkson and Katy perry they were yes. just like he was a weird guy i didn't like him yeah <laughs> it had exactly. nothing to do with these lawsuits and like and like what i always said before like like for defamation like you have to like prove that somebody like willingly wanted to do that to you mm-hmm. like they have to basically prove that kesha knew she was lying and like that's like that's like impossible to prove so like he has no leg to stand on like you said right and she wasn't lying (laughs) no yeah just for the record she was not lying okay (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah Yeah. but literally steven sent me (laughs) steven sent me a twitter dm that was just like kesha wins her lawsuit and i was at work and i really want to just like do a lap and i want to go i I think i like squealed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally i wanted to go up to all the tables and be like guys i know i'm sorry to interrupt your your meal here but like you have to understand that kesha just won her lawsuit it's a big deal it's been a long time coming she's had a lot of stress and heartache and anger over this but here we are we're standing strong because women's stories deserve to be told and they would have been and like, like um no one cares fired crickets, <laughs> they crickets. Been like, sorry you're fired <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's a a good day for Kesha fans and yes. women. Yes, actually. and women. <laughs> and just anyone who is oppressed and isn't allowed to share their story with like fear of repercussions. Right. I know. That's what I think too. I just think that this is like so much bigger than Kesha and like just so much bigger than the trial because Kesha mm-hmm. is still looked at as like the trashy party girl and like. Mm-hmm. 
you know, she's just like drunk and like bleh all the time, just has like no authority, credibility on like what she's saying. But like, this is someone who had a terrible, terrible thing happen to her. She's in the public eye. She had someone over her who had so much power over her and she still came forward, still told her story. The first time it didn't go the way that she wanted, which is terrible. But this time she has a win under her belt. She doesn't have to pay that man $52 million or whatever the fuck he wanted from her. And she might be getting some money back. And that's great. And that just shows that, you know, men ain't shit. Okay. (laughs) Especially Dr. fucking Luke. And I'm so sick of Kim Petras' ass. Not to make this about her, but I'm sick of that bitch. Goodbye. Yeah. Sorry, I'm we, ill. We've said it before. We've said it before. You know. Yup. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. let's um, just so happy for Kesha. Literally beyond happy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, rejoicing. <laughs> yeah, rejoice and sing. <laughs> sing the <laughs> church hymn, literally. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so I know that we have been talking about the idol for the past, like, I don't know, two, three episodes, but like, guys. Literally, what the fuck is going on with the idol? Yeah. And I'm not just talking about last week's episode because, okay, Steven said that he stopped watching it after, like, the first five minutes, which is understandable. Understandable. How did I make it past? I don't know. How did I finish the episode? I don't know. Truly. But, like, what is going on behind the scenes? Because right. I I read an article from page six, which, like, listen. Page six is not, is not like the most credible source, and that is right. usually where I get my news about like everything Bravo. The housewives are always in page six. True, <laughs> but this time we're talking about like big, like big, real pop culture things that are happening, like mainstream pop culture. Right. Um. So I was curious, and the yeah, page six said that the idol wasn't coming back for season two. Right. Which, I mean. I guess this was, like, also HBO Max's plan, but, like, I thought that, like, this was supposed to be a limited series. I don't know how people could stand more than one season of this. I can barely stand two episodes of this. Right. Um, I also, like, feel like it was supposed to be a limited series when it first announced. And yeah. Then, but it's, like, you know, nowadays, nothing's a limited series if people like it enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But then, like, you kind of ruin it if it was supposed to be a limited series. Because yeah. now you're just, like, pulling things out of thin air, it seems like. But I was reading the article, and basically, this article was just, like, well, one, it was, like, um... You know, the executives at HBO Max were, or Max, I keep saying HBO Max, but it's Max now, but whatever. whatever. <laughs> um, Ooh, who cares? Yeah. Kept saying, like, they were so excited to see the episodes and to, like, see what the show was about because there's so much, like, big talent and mm-hmm. they have Sam Levinson on board. And it just, like, wasn't hitting <laughs> the way that they wanted it to. But obviously, they still sent it. You know, they got a full season out of it. Um, So that is one reason is that, like, the acting is just not there. And then the other reason, which was, like, mo- most of the article was, is that the weekend is just, like, a terror to work with, apparently. Like, he is just egotistical and, like, just really difficult because 
he's constantly in this character of Tedros, and this guy is a disaster. He's terrible. Right. He's manipulative. He's scary. He's scummy. Like, and if that is if that's how you you are acting on set out of character, like, yeah, who the fuck wants to work with you? Just because you're the weekend, so you're this is like your first acting gig, okay? Why why did he even get cast in this role? Because he had because he's like a co-writer. Why is he a co-writer? I that's uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> why? I don't like, know. For what reason? Yeah, write the I like I get the music. Yeah. Be on oh, board yeah. to help write the music. That makes a hundred percent sense. Okay. Maybe play a background character, but like why are we gonna cast him as the male lead? Um, when he can't act. Yeah. Make that make sense. (laughs) Beats me. That, coupled with the horrible script, coupled with the uh, intensely choreographed sex scenes that are just so uncomfortable to watch. Like, yeah. How would you even film that? You people are nasty. uh, (laughs) Truly. Honestly, like, you could not pay me enough. That's what I'm saying. And they're, like, all defensive of it. Like, like, I don't know. If I was on a show and everyone was hating it, I'd be like, yeah, fuck this shit. Anyway, we're (laughs) going to... Who who was in that? Me? Not me. Don't be me. (laughs) I am the main character. No, that's not me up there. Who's that? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it was a check. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It cleared, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It cleared. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so, like, we, I know that you did not watch the full episode, but, in like, we do not have to break down that sex scene. I don't want to. It was disturbing. It was fucking weird. But one thing that, like, was a little bit of a relief for me was that The weekend did do an article with GQ, and they brought up that sex scene that was also, like, people are saying it is the worst sex scene to ever be filmed, which is true. And he was like, yeah, like there was supposed to be nothing like sexy about it. Like it wasn't supposed to be something that was like supposed to like turn you on. Like it was supposed to be gross and disgusting and degrading. And I was like, okay, at least we're on the same page there. Because right. it was. At least the show was like getting something right, like something of its purpose, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um it's just like I feel like they're just doing it for like shock factor. And it's like it's 2023. Like we can put anything we want on TV. We don't really need shock factor anymore. Like just make your show compelling. Like people aren't watching anything for shock factor anymore. Like right. what year is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, when HBO started and it was like Sopranos and Sex in the City, yeah. Like, oh my god, a boob, like a dick. Like, woo. Like, woo. But, like that was the 90s. Like, yeah. it's 2023. We don't care about shock factor. Give us compelling stories. And that's what's so good about HBO is that, like, mm-hmm. they they have usually these creative, unique stories. And it's like, ugh, what is this? And I'll tell you what. Every scene, or, like, mostly every scene that The weekend isn't in, I really like it. <laughs> I think that the storyline around Jocelyn is really interesting it's it's compelling and i want to watch but then the weekend comes on comes on screen and i'm like no. i hate it <laughs> I, hate yeah, it. I like the idea of a pop star falling from grace trying to like recreate claim her throne deal with that kind of shit i love it yeah but that's only like half of what the show's about <laughs> i know oh you know what else too 
I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I really can't decide. But I have that song stuck in my head. The I'm just a freaking. I have it stuck in my head all the time. I think it's kind of catchy. Okay. Me too. I think it's like so bad it's good. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like you just want to sing along. Like I know. You want to hear it at the gym and just like. Yeah. I have it stuck in my head all the fucking time. It's really not bad. For like a fake TV yeah. pop star, it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, if this is going to be Jocelyn's big comeback, might as well be that song. Exactly. Yeah. Just a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I have a suck in my head literally every single day. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good song. Well, no, it's not good, but it's it's catchy. Yeah. It's understandable it's... to be stuck in your head. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> um... Yeah, you know, as far as, like, the rest of pop culture goes this week, it was just a lot of, like, sexual harassment lawsuits and then, like, fucking Donald Trump and his indictments. And we don't feel like talking about any of that, truly. No. I don't really have anything to say about it other than men deserve to rot. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't want to be all negative and just, blah, blah, blah. like, ugh, Yeah, no. that is not what this podcast is about, That's you know? not what I'm in the vibe for to do today me neither so yeah we will not be talking about that and that was like pretty much all that happened this week so we should just get into our toast and our rose yeah <laughs> okay <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> um my roast i don't know if it's to like it's just to the situation um bill murray and kellis are in a relationship oh my god i saw that and what that's, is that? I don't know if I like hate it. I'm just like uncomfortable by it. It's weird to me. Bill Murray's like, I don't know, 80. Kellis is like 40. Why do is they Bill even Murray know really each other? Why do they exist in the same circles? I don't understand. It's kind of gross. I don't know. Just like Imagining Bill Murray, like, knowing my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard is just wild to me. Let alone getting down and dirty with the singer. Oh, yeah. Okay, she's 43 and Bill Murray is 42. You mean 82? I mean, 72. 72? Sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. Well, I thought he was, like, <laughs> 78. So, um, he's a little younger than I thought. Okay. <laughs> I still, still don't like it. There's still, like, a 30-year age difference. This is very strange. And just, like, how did they meet each other? <laughs> this headline from CNN says, Kellis is feeling blessed, rich, and happy amid Bill Murray romance speculation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then this That's... one from People says... Kellis seems to deny Bill Murray dating rumors. Everyone's dumb and will believe everything. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I believe it. Also, like, just imagine like being a one-hit wonder, having that one song. Like that song is so iconic. Everyone knows that song. Oh yeah. It's still in commercials. But who knows Kellis? Not many people. Like Bill Murray. Just said... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, that situation is just really weird to me. I don't have much more to say about it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, my toast um goes to Alex Newell, who, if you don't know, 
um, just won a Tony for Best Actor in a Musical. Um, they are non-binary, um, and they were from Glee. They played Unique in Glee. This was also my toast, is that the Tonys chose two non-binary people to win Tonys, so yes. keep going. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna add that in. I was just very excited yeah. that two non-binary people won Tonys this year. Um, really interesting that Alex Newell beat Leah Michelle mm-hmm. for Glee co-star. The, and then Alex Newell walked right past Leah Michelle. Didn't even look at her. <laughs> they took a selfie together after. I know. It wasn't actually. <laughs> people were trying to make it like drama. It was like, yeah. well, she was just, like, he was just worried about winning his award. And that's really it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure they didn't see anyone else in the room besides Exactly. And Lee Michelle was like, didn't, like, Lee Michelle was just like, good job. Good. Like, there was, there was, like, no animosity in the room whatsoever. But, um... Was Leah Michelle nominated? Or like was this from last season? Um, I don't know. I didn't think that she was nominated. Okay, maybe she'll be nominated for the next season or something. I don't know how Broadway seasons work, but I would be shocked if she wasn't nominated for something. Right? I'm gonna look it up right now. Please stand by. Um, oh she yeah, it says but but Michelle is nominated for a Tony, nor was she eligible. Oh, because she didn't she was she didn't originate the role so she couldn't be nominated that's silly not because of like a timeline or anything just because she didn't originate the role that's weird it's like i feel like, like how... she's a shoe in for a nomination you know what i mean i'm not saying yeah. she's a shoe in to win i don't know enough about broadway but i would have thought she would have got nominated that doesn't make sense i don't understand how tony's work but whatever yeah same I don't know. Um, I'm not a theater kid. I just thought it was no. really I just thought it was a great thing that two non-binary people won. Right. And Alex Newell is so fucking talented. If you've ever heard them sing, beautiful voice. Um Unique killed it in Glee. Their character was a transgender character in like 2011 on TV, which on primetime TV. Right, which, like, is weird that that was, like, a big deal, but it really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 2011, um, yeah. Yeah. That was before so, Caitlyn Jenner, so. <laughs> true. Yeah, just um, really awesome. Really happy about it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, don't know much about the Tonys, but fantastic. Yeah. Could not have picked a better winner. <laughs> <laughs> Could not have picked a better Yeah, I love it. I love to see it. Okay, well, since Steve and I had very similar toasts, um, I'll just skip mine. But my roast is that the fact that Ryan Seacrest is being considered to take over Wheel of Fortune for Pat Sajak, who has done nothing but serve this country for over 40 years, or for 40 years. And this is his replacement. I thought it was going to be his daughter, which I think would be lovely to continue the legacy. But no. We have Ryan Seacrest in talks. I thought Ryan Seacrest was just too fucking busy. That's why he had to quit Kelly and Ryan. Now we want to do Wheel of Fortune every night? Right. I am confused by this. Like, we couldn't think of anyone else. 
No, apparently not. Ryan Seacrest is the only host that we can choose from. One thing we do not need more of him, more of in this country is Ryan Seacrest. That is That's just one thing saying. we do not need more of. We we have enough Ryan Seacrest. We see him on American Idol. We see him for New Year's Eve. We see him in between everything else doing little He's got his like number one radio show. Oh my like, god. He's everywhere. Why do we need more of him? And every single night? No. Ryan, rest. <laughs> Remember when he was like stroking out on TV because he did wasn't getting enough rest? Yeah, fucking. It's like his eyeballs from were like the other two. <laughs> <laughs> and now he wants to host Wheel of Fortune every single night. Does that man know it's on every single night? Well, five days a week. They don't record every single night, but. Well, no, I know, but you have to record, like, so many episodes yeah. in order for it to be on every single night. Right, um, right, right. No, I know how TV works. <laughs> I, I thought you were, like, saying that it was, I was like, what do you mean? No, <laughs> but they still have to, like, record a lot. Yeah, yeah, they do, like, a shit ton in a row. Like, they just do it, like, all day for, like, a week. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, the whole month. <laughs> exactly. And that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Ryan, are you up for that? Even if you're up for that, I don't want it. Yeah, even if you are, I really don't want Ryan Seacrest. I just think it would be so great if Pat Sajak's daughter took over. I would be okay with that. I also just don't want it to be Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) I also would be okay if it was anyone besides Ryan Seacrest. Right. Let's get a new face. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's get someone else in there. I'm sure somebody there's... random. Throw somebody in there. I don't even care. Yeah, I'm sure there's. I don't watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I just don't want it to be Ryan Seacrest. Out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> My parents watch Wheel of Fortune. Thereby, there therefore I watch Wheel of Fortune from time to time. You no, know, I catch it every once in a while. Yeah, Vanna White's still going strong though. She's still out she there really in all is. her dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Vanna can host it. No, because she's got to be down there going boom, boom, ding, ding, boom. ding. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Like, does she? No, but like, yes, she does. Yes, she actually does. <laughs> you know what I think of sometimes when I think of Vanna White is, remember when she was on the episode of Full House? No. <laughs> no, when <laughs> DJ was like having a dream that like she was taking the SATs and Vanna White was there and she was like i don't i don't remember if she was like the teacher or something but yeah vanna white was in the dream and yeah that's what i think of i know someone out there will know what i'm talking about i'm sure i've seen it but there's what like 200 episodes of full house you know yeah i well, can't this keep was, like, a later season obviously because dj was taking sats but yeah right i'm sure i've seen it that's what i think of sometimes i think of vanna white <laughs> right. which i know is very random <laughs> But yeah, down with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we sign off, we do have to shout out an organization for the month for the month of Pride, right? Um, this one I found is called For the Girls, G W O R L S, and I find this organization really interesting. They're based in New York. And every month they hold fundraising parties to help um, help trans people, mostly black trans people, pay for their rent and their gender affirming surgeries. And I've never 
seen an organization where that is like the primary source or like the primary reason. And then I've never seen an organization where like some of their focus is on helping people pay their rent. I love it. Right. Right. Like I'm sure they help, but like in their like mission, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's, it's I never, I don't think I've seen that. You know what I mean? Right. And it, yeah, it started, it doesn't, I it didn't say like what year exactly it started, but it started on the 4th of July, how many years ago? And it was just someone who was trying to like throw a party to help two of their friends who were also facing eviction. And it just like became this thing. And now it's a whole organization and I love it. And you guys should donate, read about it. We'll put the link to it in the description. Yeah. I just thought that's called For the Girls. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> um, Let's protect trans people. Yes, always. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Well, you guys know where to find us on Instagram at Popping Off About Pop Culture. You can stream us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a like, subscribe, a five-star rating. Um, Anywhere you can do that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger on the street. And um, hopefully there will be some more exciting pop culture news or just like more to talk about next week. I don't know. Something that isn't indictments or sexual harassment cases or something like lighthearted and fun, you know? Yeah. Something for the girls. For the girls. For the girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.